Hey guys, welcome to Truth in the Trenches. I'm your host, Rebecca Spooner from Hip Homeschooling, and this is a weekly podcast from my chaos to yours. I'll be sharing homeschool tips, parenting stories, and faith-based encouragement for Christian moms. This podcast will be far from perfect, and that's my goal, to keep it real, to be authentic, and to share tidbits of truth from the trenches of motherhood. Hey guys. All right. I know I've been talking a lot about homeschooling. I mean, this is a homeschool blog, but like all the rest of you homeschoolers, I am a mother. I have five young children. I am also a woman and a person, and I have flaws, and I have things I struggle with, and I have things that I suck at. And so today, I wanted to do something a little different, and I wanted to share with you my mommy confessional. So this is going to give you 10 things that I personally confess to. Some of them you might relate to, some of them you might not. Please don't judge me because you know what? We all have something, right? We all have our 10 confessionals that we could share. And the reality is, is that outside of all of those things that we struggle with and that we fail at daily, because none of us is perfect, we love our kids and we try our very, very best. And so that's what it's all about is being real and authentic and honest with ourselves and with others that we don't always have it all together. And so that we can be a community so we can come alongside one another, encourage one another, help each other where we fail and where we struggle and hold each other accountable and yet still have grace for ourselves because that's okay. It's okay because we're all on the same boat. We're all there. So I hope you're ready. Grab yourself a cup of coffee if this is the morning or tea or if it's evening, you know, tea, hot chocolate, glass of wine, whatever it may be. And I hope that these 10 confessionals will make you feel just a little bit better about your day and that maybe when you go to bed tonight, you'll just feel a little bit less mommy guilt because, you know, just this is real life. Okay, so here we go. Number one, I slept in until 10 a.m. this morning. I'm just going to let that settle for a second. So I actually woke up at 8 and I looked around me and the sun was shining and I could hear my kids playing in the distance and, and I thought to myself, I could get up right now. I should. I should get up right now. But then my next thought was, no, no, why? I'm not going to get up right now. It's like that, you know, that Dr. Seuss book. I'm not going to get up. Nope. And so I put down my phone beside me and I thought, I'll just sleep one more hour. Well, that actually turned into two hours and I woke up in a flurry at 10 a.m. realizing, oh my goodness, I had missed a doctor's appointment that I had totally forgotten about. I had a meeting in half an hour. I had to shower. I've been behind this entire day. So there you go. Number one, there's mornings, you guys. I sleep in and then that whole day is pretty much shot because let's be real when you sleep in like that by the time you kind of get your act together now it's time for lunch and it's just done it's just over let's just call it what it is and try to survive through the day because I've been like 10 steps behind where I should be so all right let's move on number two I only wear makeup if I know I will be seeing someone that day so 
if I have nothing planned where I'm leaving my house to go grocery shopping or, or pick up the mail, which by the way, I avoid at all costs because it does mean I will have to likely have a shower and blow dry my hair and put on makeup and that's a good hour of my life that I just don't feel is worth it just to go out in public. But yet, if I'm going out, I will make sure that I don't look like a total zombie, okay? So, I mean, I'm, I'm just trying to help out the fellow world. I mean, I don't want them to see me and think, oh my goodness, when you have five kids, that's what you look like. No, no, no. So, I do try. I try to do the right thing and to, you know, at least put some cover up under my eyes where there's big black circles. Yeah, I call them my mommy eyes. And, and, and this is just, this is just part of who I am. That's why my kids say, if I'm getting dressed, my three-year-old, the first thing she says is, where are you going, mommy? Where are we going? So it's just kind of part of, of, of the way I do things. And I know it's probably something I need to work on, but the, the problem with this, you guys, is that sometimes people come to the door when you're not expecting it. And actually, I find that this has been happening to me quite a bit lately. And so while the rest of you guys on my blog get to see me when I'm all done up and, and I look good and I plan on a video day or something like that, um, the people that live near me know that I actually look like, you know, I, I, I've just come out of a grave, actually. Um, often I'm wearing a, a big white, um, my big white house coat and my hair is like scraggly and, and you know, looks terrible. And I... I have huge dark circles under my eyes and you know it's just not a pretty picture so when people come to the door I have to tell you there's something called the double take and a double take is is often something you might be thinking of, of oh yeah yeah I know what that is when a guy or a girl you know just kind of like does the double take right because it's like oh whoa check that out yeah no this isn't that kind of double take um, this kind of double take is more like they look up at you to say, hey, ma'am, uh, here's your package. And then they look back down and it's like, wait a minute, who was that? What did I just see? And that's the kind of double take that I get. So then it's the look up again and it's like, oh, um, it's almost a little bit sympathetic. Like, I'm really sorry. Uh, here's your package. I, I know this must be a rough time for you. Yeah, that's right. It's a rough time. I have five kids and you didn't call. So, you know, this is just another, it's a confessional that comes back to bite me. Okay, let's move on. Number three, sometimes I, I wrote down sometimes, but um, if I'm being honest, it is a lot of the time. Okay. A lot of the time I have so many things to do that I actually do nothing literally nothing. I spend my entire day thinking of what I should do first. And I go through and I, I make a list. I make a list, you guys. I write it down. I make my list of all the different things I need to do. Sometimes I just have so many things I could do. I just get this big book order in. I have so many different books to read right now. I got them in. I have christianbook.com, a huge box, $300 worth of books, and I want to read every one of them. And I have them stacked beside my bed. And, and so when I'm, I'm thinking, what should I do tonight? Or what should I do with this block of time that I have? I'll go and I'll, I'll look at these books and my planner sitting there. I could plan or I could look at these books or I could do my devotional or I could work on my Bible study or I could do some Bible journaling or I could write for a little while or I could go on the internet or I could do some work. I mean, the list is so long of just things I could do. 
by the way, cleaning never makes that list. Um, but I will do nothing because I just don't know where to start. It all sounds so great that I will sit there and do nothing or waste my time on social media, just scrolling through accomplishing nothing. So it's, it's kind of one of those things where, yes, I always have things to do, but that tends to be, that tends to be, it's like the longer my list is, the less productive I'm going to be. So I'm learning to actually not do that. I'm learning to just make a, like a list of one thing. Okay. Today, Rebecca, you're going to accomplish this one thing. And then anything else is just a bonus. Anyway. Okay. Let's move along. Number four, my house is always a mess. It just is. I've tried to fight it. Um, I've tried to rise above. I have tried to implement programs and read books and make lists. And you know, I, um, I've done it all. I've done it all. I've done it all. The only thing that I have found to be semi successful is when I have a house cleaner come in, not that the house cleaner is necessarily the big difference because actually the house cleaner does stuff that I probably wouldn't have time for anyways. It's more the fact that because I have someone coming over and they have to have the house tidied in order to clean, it forces me to, you know, to clean at least once a week. It forces me to. And that's actually really successful. The problem with that is that house cleaners are like $30 an hour or more. And it's expensive. And I need a good three hours if it's only once a week. So that means that it's unsustainable for us. And we never stick with it. Because in the end, I'm like, I'm doing all this work beforehand, we really don't need a house cleaner. Like I, I can do this. And so then we stop and I don't do it. So other than that instance of when I can be successful and we haven't done it in a year because we just, it just doesn't work for us. I don't clean my house. I just, I try you guys. If someone's coming over, I clean like a crazy person. Of course I do. And it's important to me. It's so important to me, but I will literally be working on one area of my house and my kids are destroying another area. Like I, I can't even, you do, you homeschool your kids and I'm doing school from upstairs and the little ones are downstairs destroying my home. I mean, I can't win. I can't win. I'm cleaning the kitchen and my kids are messing up. Now, I don't want you to think my kids do nothing. The, the most common thing that I get on my blog if I talk about cleaning or chores or any of that is my kids help. Mm -hmm. I put them to work. That's what I do. And I feel like... I get that and I'm always trying to find that balance and make sure that I am I am really, you know, on top of my kids. But when you have five, when you have five or more for those of you who have more, there's so many to even stay on top of and my kids are still young and I do make them work. My kids actually do all of the laundry in our house, all of it. The other day I actually folded it. And then they were my runners and put it away. And that was like this huge thing that mommy helped them because for the most part, they do all the laundry on top of the fact that they do chores. They clean the bathroom. My kids do a lot. My daughter is our main kitchen cleaner. So I don't want you to think my kids are lazy. It's just, that's just not enough. It's not enough if I clean and my kids clean and we all spend a good hour cleaning every day at any given moment. There is always junk rooms and, and, and rooms full of toys. And we work on the main area, but then their bedrooms are disgusting. Don't even get me started on my bedroom. I know the whole philosophy. Make sure your room is clean. It's your sanctuary. Yeah. 
that's nice. But frankly, when someone's coming over, it's getting stuffed in my room and the door's getting shut. So just being honest. All right, so I think it's time to move on from that. I could vent, but that's okay. We can move on. Number five, I stay up all hours of the night. Am I tired? I'm sure I am. Right now, it's 10 o'clock. I'm sure somewhere deep down, I feel tired, but I've been conditioned to not because I now stay up until, you know, one o'clock is an average time for me, and then I sleep in. I've become nocturnal, and I've, I've analyzed this, and I know the answer. The answer is to go to bed earlier, wake up earlier. I get more done when I wake up earlier. I know it, you guys. This is no big secret. It is It is the elusive thing that I work towards every day. It's in my planner every single day. But here's reality. Reality is that it is, you know, 7 o'clock and it's bedtime. <sighs> oh, bedtime. Bedtime does not happen at 7 o'clock. No, that is when we begin. And it's this long, arduous journey. And we never really know when it will end. Uh, some nights are better than others. Some kids, some nights are better than others. My boys actually tend to be the better ones. I've got three girls in one bedroom. I have a three-year-old, a four-year-old, and an eight-year-old. And the eight-year-old is the worst one. Um, they do not sleep. They come out, they go in. I hear their footsteps. Like, I can't even, I separate them. Right now, my three-year-old, generally, I've made a bed on my floor, and that's where she falls asleep because it's just, I give up. But my other two are in the room, and I just, you know, we turn on the show because you may as well be entertained while you're in the middle of dealing with this a billion times. And I can hear their feet. They jump down from their bed, and they run around. I can just, the feet, and I'm like, I can hear you. But, you know, the, the problem is, is that it takes so long for my kids to go to bed that, you know, Okay, it's been quiet in our house for the last hour or so. Okay, it's 10 o'clock. Now that they're asleep, all I can think, it's like a siren in my head, is like I can do what I want to do now. It's evening, so I watch TV with my husband, or I work, or I read a book, whatever. I do many things, okay? I have a nice bath, have hot chocolate. I drink too much of that, by the way. The point is, is that I don't want to go to bed. Now I've become like my children. I have this little like attitude problem where it's like, I don't want to. I know I should, but I don't want to. I like being up at night. It's not that I'm productive necessarily. In fact, I generally get nothing really done. Morning time is productive, but I know I need to switch it, but that's just my reality. I stay up so late. It's bad. Okay, let's move on. Okay, number six. So I crave me time. You know, you, you crave me time. That's the reason I stay up. But I actually don't really get it in the evening because my husband's there, okay? And I generally don't invest time in myself. That's, that's number six. I rarely invest time in myself. I rarely take care of myself. Because even if I could and I had the time, it's not necessarily a time issue. I mean, look, I've got obviously hours in the evening because I stay up too late. The problem is, is that I would rather sit and watch TV or relax. I'm tired. I'm drained from the day. So I don't actually do the good things that I should do to invest in myself. So let's just talk about some of the examples of this. Okay, exercise. <laughs> now I know if you've seen me, I'm a, I'm a small person. That's just my stature. That's I have a fast metabolism. It's, it's just my biology and it's great. 
Um, does that mean I am healthy though? No, it does not. Because if I go for a little bit of a rung and I'm ha hacking up my lungs because I haven't, you know, exercised at all in who knows, we just won't even mention how long that's been. And, you know, I'm having chest pain because literally my heart is like, what are you doing? Yeah, that's a sign that I could die at any moment. So for me, I look at that as, okay, I know I need to do this because I, I, I'm not super active and I know I'm not super healthy, but I don't. I mean, it's dark here in the evening, you guys. Who wants to go outside? I mean, it's dark. It's scary. Someone might mug me. Okay, I'm just being real. So I, I don't generally take very good care of myself. That's one example, exercise. Healthy eating, okay. The only reason I'm bringing this up is because the eating in general, it's just, I don't. So what happens is the worst, it's the worst, okay? Read a book, go on the internet. The number one thing they'll tell you is eat in the morning. It starts your metabolism. Oh, that's great news. That's just a pearl, a, a nugget of wisdom. But here's the thing, I don't eat in the morning. I don't want cereal. I don't want mushy oatmeal. I make my kids eat that stuff, but I don't want it. I don't like it. I'm not a big fan of eggs. I hate dry toast. So unless someone's going to make me bacon and hash browns every single morning, I just don't eat breakfast. I don't. So I get up and I have coffee and my coffee is my breakfast. It's a beautiful thing. Sometimes I like crown a cracker in my mouth or something, but that's, that's the extent of it. Okay. So then I'm homeschooling my kids and I'm working and I'm just like, whew, I'm like a hamster on a wheel. I'm just, I'm going, okay? And sometimes around lunch, I t I'll eat a little bit. But again, lunch is a similar story. I'm not a big fan. I'm not a big sandwich person. Um, I, I like meals. It's not that I don't like to eat. I love to eat, but I like meals. So at this point now, I'm making food for the kids, but I've got a billion things to do. I get them started. I'm like half the time working or cleaning or doing something else or getting ready or packing us up because we're going somewhere. So I don't really necessarily eat. Sometimes I won't eat all day until dinner time. It's the worst thing possible. You're supposed to reverse that. Don't eat in the evening. Eat during the day. Now, if you think that I do not eat at all, you are very wrong because all my eating begins at about five o'clock. And at that point, I don't stop until closer to 11 or 12. I know, right? The worst thing in the world. So I don't take care of myself. So here I am eating at the worst possible time that you should be eating. And I don't stop. I eat dinner and then I have snacks and then I have second dinner because I'm hungry. <laughs> and then I have some more snacks and now I go to bed and all that food is just sitting there and it's like... I swear I'm probably in starvation mode at all times. My body's probably like, store as fat because you don't know when you will eat again. Yeah, okay. I really think we should move on. Um, the point is I don't often invest in myself. And I know I should. We all know we should. But I just don't. Okay, let's move along. <sighs> Number seven. I cart hop. I cart hop. So what I mean by this is shopping makes me happy. It just does. If I feel like I am sad, then I really enjoy to shop. Now, I'm not talking about going out there and shopping, because remember, that means I have to get dressed and go outside and see people and put on makeup and pack up my kids. Oh, I don't go outside. Okay, so I'm talking about online shopping. But I've learned over the years that credit card statements make me very sad. And arguing with my husband about finances makes me very sad. And so I have learned to not necessarily order what is on my cart, but I spend time, vast amounts of time shopping. 
and the actual process of adding it all to my cart and dreaming up what I could do at Ikea and dreaming up what I could do with our schoolroom and dreaming up all the clothes that I would love to buy and what would my new style be and then I look at the total and it's like eight hundred dollars that's for clothes the actual like schoolroom and stuff is more like three thousand but the point is you look at the end total and you think no way and you laugh it off and you leave the computer but I'll have spent four to six hours developing this elaborate plan and it's a waste of my time so I'm working on it okay I really think I have a problem I think an intervention would be helpful okay number eight I'm a bad friend right now you guys I'm a bad friend and I know it and I'm working on it but I just suck at the whole friendship thing I don't leave my house I don't desire to leave my house if I have a little bit of time like I said if I've got a little bit of time then I'm probably sitting with with stars in my eyes looking at my pile of books and and not actually accomplishing anything but I'm happy I'm very very happy to be alone I'm a total introvert I love being alone my very favorite days are ones where I lock myself in my room and the kids have naps or they're playing quietly and, and I'm planning in my journal or reading a book or whatever I love to be alone it fills me it makes me so happy so the thought of going out getting dressed remember that whole thing putting on the makeup I mean the time it's the energy it's the packing up my kids bringing my kids somewhere all of those things make the the idea of going out and being social a very unappealing idea to me so because of that I tend to be a total hermit and recluse and I sit in my house which means that I suck at the whole friendship thing I suck at it and sometimes I'll watch a show or something and you know you see this like moment where you just see like really good friendships my favorite example is Lord of the Rings and it's Samwise and and shoot it's been a long time since I've watched this. Uh, Frodo. <laughs> okay. So they're together and he's coming in the boat and he's like in a drown, right? Because he can't swim, but he's going to go with Frodo no matter what. He's going to go. And so he's coming. He's coming. He's like, no, I'm, I'm going to be with you to the end. And, and he's coming and he gets in the boat and he pulls him up and it's just this glorious moment. And, and they're talking. And, and I always thought, wow, that, that moment always, always is a wow moment for me. It's just such an incredible example of a good friend and every time I watch something like that and I just see this example of friendship I just like it's like this huge weight and I just want to cry right then and there it's like I need a friend I need a good friend like that and the thing is I have friends in my life but I don't invest very much in my friendships right now and I know part of that is a stage and I know part of that is because none of you know a lot of my really close friends I live far away from and I know it I know it all but it's just a reality in my life right now and it's a mommy confessional because it's something I'm not super proud of it's something that I'm working on because I think it needs improvement <clears throat> okay number nine we're getting there I know it's a long list it's sad actually <sighs> number nine we have nothing in our fridge right now oh, no we have a few apples and some milk eggs we have some things, okay? Don't think it's totally like my kids are starving because they do not starve. They out eat me. We have very little in our fridge right now because I hate shopping. Now, I know I just said I love shopping. I cart hop. But again, I was talking about online shopping. Um, and I don't 
not like shopping if I'm by myself and it's for something I actually want, like clothing or stationery. <laughs> stationery is a whole nother thing. However, I hate grocery shopping with a passion. I don't enjoy grocery shopping. I don't know how some people do it where it's like date night at the grocery store. I mean, we've done that before back way long ago when we had babysitters. <laughs> don't even get me started on that. But there's no babysitters anymore. So shopping means me with five children. Uh, that's not fun, okay? That is not fun at all. I have a list a mile long, a mile, a mile. It's just flowing behind me. And I have so many things to grab and my kids are everywhere. They always run. Now we live in a small town, so our grocery store is very, very, very small, which means that they kind of can. It's not like somewhere really big where they're forced to stay around you. So they're like up and down the aisles. And I'm, I swear you guys, I tell them my kids are good kids. I know you're thinking I have such a hooligans. I, they're not, they're good kids. But it just tends to be my three-year-old, my four-year-old, and my seven-year-old that run everywhere, and they're up and down, and, and then we'll get on them, and I'm like, okay, no, you guys, we talked about this. You stay by me. I swear, everyone in the store knows when we are there. Sometimes my son knocked over a tea display once. It was so bad. It was so embarrassing, but the point is, is that I'll tell them, and so I'll say, okay, I'm in the pasta aisle. I remember this happened last time. I was in the pasta aisle, and I was like, okay, that's it. You guys sit right here. You sit on the floor and you do not get up. The entire time I'm in this aisle, I'm going to browse and I'm going to find what I need in this aisle and think it through and you're going to sit here so I know that you're here. So here I am putting all the different pastas into my cart. It was sale week. I hate sale week because now I really have to think. I have to plan ahead and I can't think and deal with all the kids and it's just really so anyways, I'm like shopping and doing all this stuff and, and you know, they kind of look a little sorry, but not really. And then they get up and we go on to an aisle, and sure enough, whatever, something else happens. It's just, there's always something. They, they're touching things they shouldn't be touching. It's just not fun, you guys. It's not fun. It's just, I hate it. Because remember, there's also the whole I have to get ready and I have to put makeup on and I have to see people. And it's this huge endeavor. Oh, don't even get me started on unloading. So you do all this work. It's so much work. You've done meal planning before. You have prepped and made a grocery list. Then you go and you put everything in your cart and you shop and it's like, yes, I did it. And you drive home and now you have bags and bags and bags and bags of bags of groceries to unload, not to mention the children. So you're unbuckling kids from their car seats and they're getting out and so-and-so's crying because so-and-so hurt them and, and that person fell over. And so you're dealing with the crisis and the dog needs to be let out because the dog's been locked up. And, and it's like, okay, you do this, you do this, you do this, and you oldest ones help me for goodness sake. So you're unloading and then you're like piling it at the front door and it's like stuff's falling everywhere and the kids are like, I don't know where it goes. And then they put stuff that should go in the freezer and the fridge and it's like, I need the help, but this isn't helpful, whatever. It's all bad. It's just bad from beginning to end. It's bad, 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 bad. And then at the end of that, you have this huge bill that you've just had to pay. And it's just, I hate grocery shopping. So I avoid it as much as I can. And so we often will eat like the same things because I will use what I have in my house. And my husband generally does the grocery shopping because we'll get to the point where we're like this, where it's like, oh wow, we have no carrots. And, you know, we have a couple apples and, oh, our milk expired. And he's like, all right, I'll go shopping after work. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, honey. Because <laughs> I'll be here. Okay. Number 10. <sighs> I crush on coffee. So what I mean by that is that I love coffee. I love the idea of coffee. It's like a crush. It's like you, 
he, it's not like a serious love affair, okay? It's just like a crush. It's like, I love the idea of it, um, the thought of something warm. I love the smell of coffee. When I think about coffee, it makes me really happy. But a lot of people think because the amount I talk about coffee, I, I would buy any shirt that said coffee on it. I just would. Like, I just, I really like coffee. Um, a lot of people think that I'm like totally addicted and I have a serious problem. And it's like, oh, Rebecca and the coffee. But I just feel like it's it's a total misconception because the reality is I will make myself, I fill my coffee pot up to the five cup mark and I make, that's enough for like two cups of coffee. I don't know if those numbers on the side of the pot are not realistic. <laughs> okay. Um, and I don't even use big cups. I'm talking like normal size cups. So I make myself like, you know, it's enough for two cups of coffee in the morning. And most of the time, I the first cup, I like maybe get halfway through it before it's super, super, super cold. So I'm heating it up like 20 seconds in the microwave and take a couple sips, 20 seconds in the microwave, take a couple sips, 20, 20 seconds in the microwave, take a couple sips. So it's now like been, you know, it's like 11 or 12 o'clock and I still haven't finished my first cup of coffee. The second cup has gotten cold sitting in the coffee pot and now my coffee tastes awful. It's like gross, so bad. And I'm like, man... I wish I'd had coffee. I just feel like coffee. So now it's lunchtime and you can't have coffee when you're eating lunch. It's like you need water, right? I, I don't know. I can't eat lunch and have coffee. It's just that certain things don't mix. Now, cinnamon buns mix with coffee, but you know, lunch just doesn't. So now I'm in lunch mode and I'm drinking water and having lunch if I eat that day, which is you know generally a good idea. Um, and now I'm like, I wish I could have coffee. So now like often it's around two o'clock. I get the kids kind of settled and we're usually done school. And now it's time for like me to do some work. And I pull out my computer and when I have my computer or book or my planner, I feel like I associate those things with coffee and I really want coffee. So sometimes I'll make a second pot of coffee. And you remember I've had like half to three quarters of a cup. And it's not like I've had a lot of coffee that day. And the same thing sure repeats itself, but now the problem is, is I put myself into the downward spiral of staying up really late at night. So this is it, you guys. This is my 10 mommy confessionals of real life. This is my real life. It is not perfect. I do not look like I do on my videos in the everyday. I look like that like every third day-ish, um, usually if I plan to go out somewhere or it's a day for videos for my blog. Otherwise, the rest of the time, I don't look like that. I'm often in my pajamas or like sweatpants. I love sweatpants. I love them. They make me so happy. Anything that's cozy and warm um, is just a really good fit for me. It just is. It's just who I am. So, you know, that's generally how I look. My house is usually a mess. People come to the door and I'm horrified, like horrified. Sometimes I make the kids answer the door now because it's just so embarrassing. I'm like, tell the mommy he's busy right now. And they go and it's like, you know, because it's just where it's so embarrassing. If, if you get nothing else from this, please understand that if you know an introvert, if you have an introvert in your life, please call ahead. Okay. If you have an introvert in your life, please call ahead because introverts stay home. And when you stay home, you don't expect to see people. And when you don't expect to see people, your house is a mess and you look like crap. So I really feel like that's the important message from my mommy confessional today. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna wrap this up. But the main thing I want you guys to get is this. My life is not perfect. My life is far from perfect. Days like today, sometimes I sleep in, I stay up too late, and we have a super lazy day and we get like two or three things done and that's still a success. 
because at the end of the day, we can go to bed and we can feel guilty and we can have mom guilt and we can feel so terrible about ourselves because we didn't do this or we didn't do that or we didn't get up at 6 a.m. like we were hoping to. And our own expectations can be our very worst enemies because they make us feel like we're failures. But that is not true. That is a lie. Okay, the truth is, is that it is not about how much you get accomplished in a day. It is not about having a perfect house because you guys, it's not real for 90% of the people out there. There's some people, it's really important to them. It's important to me too, by the way. I'm not, just please don't think that I'm like this disgusting person. It's important to me. But most moms with young children are all going to be able to relate to the fact that when there's no company coming, your house is a mess. You clean for company. And so what we do is we almost make this own perception of you need to be perfect. And what we ourselves struggle with and we're trying to get out of is a very thing that we're creating for ourselves and all of our friends. Because now our friends come over and we know they're coming over and we plan them to come over and we clean our house. And I don't know, have you guys even ever felt that like little bit of like a pride thing come up? It's like, I'm going to make my house so nice that anyone that comes in is going to like, oh, wow, your house is so nice. It's so clean. And you're like, mm, I know, right? Yeah, it's just like, I just, you know, never. the kids have been working really hard. That's not true. That's not true. The truth is, yeah, my house is nice because I clean my butt off and it was not fun for my kids and it wasn't fun for me and I was stressed to the max because oh, company's coming quick, you guys. Come on, let's clean our house. And it's embarrassing. So I would rather be real. I would rather be real with my friends as hard as it is. And sometimes I do this. Sometimes I, I, I will wake up and I will say, okay, today, other than covering the mom eyes because you know I don't want to scare people I just feel like that's important but other than covering up like a little bit of concealer and some blush so I look like I'm alive um I, I will try to not wear makeup I will try to have my house be a little bit messy when someone comes over and lay down my pride because I would rather that person walks in the door and feels like oh, this is someone just like me and I can my kids can make a mess and they can have dirty fingerprints on the window and I don't have to stress about it because I know that this is a real life house with real life mom and a real life person. She's not someone who's, you know, way unattainable or unreachable or unrealistic or perfect who makes myself feel like a worse person and more of a failure. So I want to share my mommy confessionals. I want you guys to know that you are not alone and probably some of these things you're like appalled by and think, oh my goodness, I would never do that. But you know what? We're all different and we all have different standards and levels and things that we think are okay that other things wouldn't be okay. And so we're different people, but having grace for each other and above all, you guys, grace for yourself. We are our own worst critic. So I hope that's what you got out of this today. I hope that you had a laugh. I hope that you were able to relate with some of what I said. And I hope that at the end of the day, you go to bed tonight feeling like, you know what? I accomplished something today. And I was a great mom to my kids, even if my house is a mess. And that's okay. And my goodness, thank goodness for a new fresh day tomorrow, even if today was a total write-off, because there's grace for another day. So I hope you guys have an awesome, awesome day today, wherever you are, wherever you're listening to this, or an awesome day tomorrow if you're listening to this in the evening. 
and head on over, you guys. If you are not on my blog, I would love to have you there. Uh, it's hiphomeschoolingblog.com. I would love to uh, connect with you. You can send me a message on there. And otherwise, I just really hope you guys have an awesome day. And, you know, feel free to share with me your mommy confessionals because we're all together. We're all together in this. All right, guys. Talk to you later. Thanks for taking time out of your busy, busy, busy day to listen to Truth in the Trenches. I hope you guys found it helpful, and I cannot wait to see you next week. Talk to you later.